Hey guys, Adam Splendid Sports. Hope everyone's having a great end to 2022. I just happened to watch a video from the Sports Card Dad out on YouTube. And the title of the video is Football Cards Are the Future. Uh, I thought it was a really good video. Like a lot of videos I watch, um, I, I've had an idea in my head for a while now that I've, I've kind of been thinking about. And um, watching this video kind of compelled me to pop on here and and throw that out there and um, you know see what you guys think. I'm gonna give some opinions um, on the, along the lines of the Sports Card Dad's video, uh, maybe even take it a little step further here. Uh, but what you, if you're on YouTube uh, or on some podcast networks where you can see video, you're looking at three cards here on the map. Uh, the reason I put these out there is, uh, you know, number one, I collect cards from three different sports. These are the three different sports I collect. You see here, we got the 1960 Tops Mickey Mantle for baseball. We got the 92 Tops Stadium Club Michael Jordan from basketball. And we got the 2008 Upper Deck Masterpieces Tom Brady from football. So I collect all three sports. And I think I've said this before, but uh, up until really recently, uh, I've always been a bigger sports fan than sports card fan. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I've always loved sports cards and, and collected them. Um, but during large portions of my life, I watched a lot more sports than I did, um, you know, thinking about sports cards and stuff like that. Uh, just over the last couple of years, sports cards has definitely unseated uh, sports, <laughs> you know, as far as what I spend my time thinking about and, and, and doing. I don't really watch a ton of sports currently. Uh, and I haven't really over the last year or so, but I do watch a lot of sports card stuff now. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's kind of where I'm at. So, but during large portions of my life, I was, I mean, that was like the biggest thing for me, you know, back to when I was a kid. So what I wanted to really look at here, um, you know, I think it's interesting because, you know, back to the sports card dad's video where he's talking about the future and, um, you know, he goes into why he feels uh, football cards are the future and will be, you know, the most valuable in, in many cases, um, you know, because football is and has been really over the last period of time here, been by far and away the most popular sport in our country. Now, I'm just talking in this one, I'm just talking about the USA. I'm talking about our country because globally, you know, you could probably talk differently. Um, but in our country, if you look at, let's go back to, to um, this first card here, the Mickey Mantle. You know, the 50s and 60s, the golden era of baseball. Uh, that's why I put this card out here, the 60 Tops Mantle. Uh, just, a, I mean, one of my favorite cards. Unbelievable design. Love it. Um, but more than anything, it kind of, for me, it, 1960 signifies like the middle point from those 50s and 60s. And uh, th again, that's the golden era. That is when baseball was king. Um, you know, there was a, a larger portion period of time where, um, you know, baseball was the most popular sport, even, you know, past the 60s and so forth. But uh, 50s and 60s for me, that's like the peak of baseball, um, you know, and, and popularity of baseball, certainly baseball cards. Uh, that's why, you know, I think in many cases, that's why, um, you know, so many people collect baseball cards from that era is because they love the players from that era. It was the, by far and away the most popular sport, like I said. Uh, also, though, I think you got to look at the cards. Uh, because this is going to be a big differentiator in, in the, the three sports and the different eras. In, you know, the 50s and 60s, as we know, 
kids opening these packs, um, and, and really anyone, they didn't have the concept that, oh, these are going to be worth money someday. So, and that's a big reason why they are worth a good amount of money now is because there's not that many of them out there and especially in high grade and so forth. So, um, I think it's a combination of you look at when the sport of these three major sports that we're looking at, when was it the most popular sport in America? Obviously fifties and sixties, definitely with baseball. So I think that that definitely is something that doesn't get talked about a ton when I hear a lot of, you know, talk about sports card values in the future and the past and, and uh, why things are worth what they're worth. Um, so I think you got to look at um, nostalgia and people get nostalgic in many cases for the period of time where, when that uh, player or that sport was king. Uh, and obviously baseball, 50s and 60s, for sure, was king. Uh, you know, it, my dad actually used to tell me stories how, like, uh, you know, we grew up in Massachusetts. And uh, as you may know, the, the Celtics won, like, you know, 10, 11 championships during the, you know, 50s and 60s, the Bill Russell era, John Havlicek, uh, even went into the 70s. But uh, especially during the Bill Russell era, they, uh, it, you know, you would you would read the newspaper on the front of the, the Celtics were winning championships every year, um, and even during like you know the championship runs during the season, the newspapers would have them on the back cover. You know, they wouldn't even or the last page or whatever they wouldn't have them on the cover. They'd have the Red Sox on the cover, um, <laughs> you know, and they and they were never winning anything. So, um, you know, it's just it was just a different time. Sports sports there was different hierarchies of, of what was popular. So, uh, especially in, you know, certain parts of the country, uh, you know, ba basketball and football just didn't get a lot of coverage. It just weren't popular. Baseball was king. Now, if we move on to basketball, uh, this 92 top stadium club, Jordan card, I mean, I mean, one of the best images ever on a basketball card, basically dunking over Ewing. Uh, that's just classic, classic Michael Jordan, photo there. Uh, but the reason I picked this one is because I think, you know, if you flash forward, uh, Magic and Bird definitely saved the NBA in the, you know, in the beginning and when they came into the league in um, 1980. Uh, but I think peak basketball popularity, I mean, definitely when I was a kid, if I think back, um, baseball, it seemed like it was definitely the most popular uh, but then when you kind of go into the Michael Jordan era, um, even like I would say like around this card, 92, 93, he's starting to win championships. The Dream Team, 92 Dream Team came together. Uh, and that's a whole other topic because that globalized basketball. So when you're talking about popularity of sports, I mean, you could argue that basketball is number one still and has been for a while because of the global nature of basketball. But if we're just talking USA, uh, I would say basketball you know, you can look at TV ratings and stuff like that, but it just felt like basketball during the Jordan era was sort of king. You know, it, it, it seemed like it, um, you know, baseball was going through a strike. So in 94, so around this period, the, you know, the early to late 90s, I think basketball really had its day. And that's why I think if you, you know, you look around the hobby and you see like what people collect, different segments of the hobby, and what they what they collect and what they spend their money on. There's a huge portion that collects 90s basketball. 
Um, you know, so whether it's inserts or precious metal gems they chase after for big money, but just 90s basketball is a very um, popular thing uh, because, I, again, I feel like people get nostalgic. A lot of those people were kids growing up, uh, maybe a little younger than me, um, but in the in the 90s, basketball was, was really, really, really popular. Uh, and, and the big part of that was Michael Jordan, uh, his era, his reign. When there's a dynasty in sports, uh, you know, the Yankees had a dynasty with, with uh, in the mantle years. Uh, Jordan and the Bulls had that dynasty in the, in the 90s. Uh, and as you'll see next, Brady, obviously, and, and the Patriots had, had their dynasty. Uh, but I think that plays a big role. Um, even if you are not a fan of the dynasty, you're on, a fan of one of the other teams, I think dynasties in sports, they do create popularity. Uh, and generally when there's a dynasty, there's an all-time great player like like you see here. So um, I think the popularity, the time plays a big role in um, what cards people want to collect as they get older. They go back and they want to collect during this period, during the 90s when it was Jordan. So I think that's uh, something definitely to think about. As we move to the larger question, which was kind of the topic of the Sports Card Dad's video, if you look at... I mean, over the last period of time, like this is a 2008 Tom Brady card. Pretty cool card, too, of the uh, the tuck rule. <laughs> I'm sure everyone has their thoughts about that. But regardless, this uh, pretty cool card because it kind of signifies for me, it signifies this play really led to a, a dynasty and a run. Uh, but outside of Brady and the Patriots and so forth, NFL... If you look at, you can look at TV ratings. I think I heard somewhere, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the NFL draft, I don't know if it still does, or but there was definitely years recently where the NFL draft on TV gets higher ratings than like the World Series, uh, which is uh, too crazy to think about. But that's how popular football is, uh, especially NFL. I mean, college is definitely popular in certain parts of the country, but NFL football is, I mean, just look at those TV ratings. Uh, and you can just feel it, you know, you, people you talk to, football is king right now. And it really has been, I would say, over the last, let's say, 20 years. Uh, over the last 20 years, I feel like NFL is the king of, of popularity. Now, it doesn't mean that the cards are always going to follow suit. But I think we're in, we're in that right now, right? But if we flash forward, let's say, 15 years or something like that, uh, and, we, and, and I think people that... Uh, were, were, let's say, growing up during, uh, you know, the, the 2000s. They were born in, you know, the late 90s or, or whatever, uh, mid-90s, early 90s, something like that. But if you're growing up as a kid and a fan uh, of, of football, NFL football, I think when you're, you know, in your 40s or whatever, I think you're probably going to be pretty nostalgic about the NFL over the last period of time, regardless of if you're a Patriots fan or whatever. I just feel like, uh, you know, there's been Peyton Manning, you know, Peyton Manning's played, Aaron Rodgers. There's been some, outside of Brady, there's also been some all-time great quarterbacks and, and uh, other position players, wide receivers, Randy Moss. Uh, you know, run, there's been a ton of great running backs that have played. So uh, I think what you see now might not indicate what you'll see in the future. And I definitely think football, football is going to have, it's probably its day. Now, it's if you look at football cards now, it's, I don't think it's fully been realized. Um, I th one of the things I disagree with in the sports card dad video, 
he t he really mentions a lot of like he thinks the players now like um, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, uh, Hertz, Justin Herbert. You know, a lot of these quarterbacks now that are just just been coming into the league over the last few years and are going to be probably you know great players over the next fifteen years. Uh, he sees them as uh, potentially being players that will have value. I actually don't, uh, and I think a big reason. I think a big reason a lot of their cards won't go, you know, in the future won't uh, climb in value is because of not so much them, although a little bit of them, and I'll get into that, but I think it has to do with the cards. So if you look at, if you look at the 1960 tops here, Mickey Mantle, when this card was being opened out of packs, people and kids who were opening these packs had no concept that they'd be worth money someday. So, you know, there just, just there was none of that. So there was no grading or anything like that. And even in, you know, certain parts of the 90s, after the, you know, let's say the boom era um, of the, you know, the, the late 80s, early 90s, a lot of people checked out of cards. The kids that grew up were off to high school and, and, and uh, were just not, they, you know, you hear the story over and over. I collected when I was a kid and then I, I took a break until recently. So a lot of people checked out. Uh, and so these cards, a lot of these cards in the you know, the mid to late nineties were overlooked at the time. And they just, you know, there was, people weren't focused on them. No one knew they'd be worth what they're worth today. So in a, a little bit of a similar, although different, but same sort of idea. And also football up until the last boom here, the pandemic boom of let's call it 20, you know, I don't know, 2020 to whatever, or even maybe a little earlier than that, but just the last few, whenever you saw cards, prices jump, okay? I think those cards will not will not really see value climbs. Most of them, I'm talking broadly. There's always going to be the 101s and so forth. Some of them that will be obviously valuable, but by and large, a lot of these, regardless of the player, I think a lot of these cards in the last couple few years will not, even if we flash forward long term, I don't think they're going to climb in value. Because there's just been too many, too it's diluted, too many products, too many cards, and you know most of these cards, if not all, when they were open, they went right into a into a penny sleeve and then a top loader and then off the grading or whatever. So it, it, there's been no, they were never out in the wild. They never had to survive. There, there's just a lot of high grade tens and, and nines. So I just don't see that translating in the future to um, you know big gains in value and, and so forth. But what I do see is cards from football cards from, from the period of time of when football was number one, let's call it, you know, let's call it the 2000, like 2000 to 2015, something like that. I think those cards or even 2000 to 2010, I think some of the, the football cards of Tom Brady, of Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, and others, not just quarterbacks, but others too. Randy Moss, like I mentioned earlier, I can see those because if you look at uh, population reports and and um, just stuff like that, they're, they're, they weren't producing football cards like they are now, but yet football was extremely popular. So I think there's a gap there where 15 years from now, there's going to be a lot of cards produced before this pandemic boom in football, football cards that uh, will you know, will they be like precious metal gems basketball? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. But uh, I definitely 
think there's a lot of cards from that, those eras um, where football was king and people, you know, were heavily into football. I think those cards that weren't mass produced of players that are legends will climb in value. I can definitely see that because it's happened in baseball, it's happened in basketball, and I think it can happen in football too. Just not, you know, uh, a lot of these cards that were produced in the last few years. I just the card companies took that possibility away with what they did. The thing you got to also think about too. I look at, at when Brady retires, which could be any year now. I could see the NFL going through a period like basketball did after Jordan retired a little bit. Uh, because if you remember when Jordan retired, there were all these guys coming into the league like uh, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, and all of them were tallied to be, all right, this is the next, this is going to be the next guy. This is going to be the next Jordan. And really the next all-time great didn't really come along. I mean, I guess you could say Kobe, uh, but I, I he was a great player. And um, but I, I wouldn't I don't put him up in the category of of an all time great. Uh, but like you could say LeBron James, LeBron James came into the league in 2003. So there was a little window of time when there really wasn't like a guy. There was just a bunch of guys who were great players, but not to the level of like a Jordan or a LeBron. And I can see that the only guy right now playing that I could see maybe continuing uh, and becoming a, a a Brady level guy in the hobby is, is Mahomes. He's already won a championship and the multiple Super Bowls and really just the eye test. If you watch him play, he's just better. He's better than the other guys that were <laughs> that, like the sports card dad mentioned with uh, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Hertz, uh, Herbert, great, great talents, great quarterbacks. But I don't, if I had to make the prediction, I don't see any quarterback right now playing other than Mahomes that will have we look when we look back in, in 20 years or whatever that will be on the level of uh in the hobby of you know Jordan and Brady and, and so forth. I could see Mahomes potentially coming close to that just based on just watching him play. Uh, I think he he could he has the talent and are already you know has a great coach and he's in a good good uh, franchise He's got the setup to, if he you know, can have a 20-year career, he could get there. All these other guys, there's just so many factors in football that you could have the talent, but you just, you know, Brady, right? He had, he had the, the Patriots franchise and, and the, 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 the tuck rule. He just had certain things go his way that allowed him to have this career that helped him. I mean, obviously, he, he did it, but, um, you know, you also need some things – I guess you'd call luck. You need some situational stuff. You need to get on the right team and the right coach. And you need to be in that for most of your career to really rack up the accolades that you would need. Uh, so like, even if, even if Herbert, uh, you know, in a couple of years gets in a better situation or, or some of these guys, you know, you're going to need to win multiple championships and have a 20 plus year career really to, to, to be up there close to the Brady level when people consider it. So uh, or even like a Peyton Manning level, those guys. But look what Peyton Manning cards sell for. So that is um, that's something to think about. You you got to look at the NFL landscape right now, and there's just a lot of guys. Like if I flash back to Grant Hill and Penny Hardaway, if you you know that was Justin Herbert, that was uh, Jalen Hurts. That those were the guys. 
And look, you know, is anyone really paying big money for a lot of those cards of Grant Hill and Penny Hardaway? There's probably a couple. I, I think I know of a couple, but, you know, they're the precious metal gems and so forth. But by and large, no, they're not people. They're not considered hobby legends. They're not they're not sought after as far as their cards compared to, you know, Michael Jordan. Uh, so there's there's basically going to be maybe one from this next era that might be on the level of, or even close to the level of, of a Tom Brady. Who's it going to be? If it, There might not be any, any of them. Uh, Mahomes might not continue on at the level he has to, to be up there in 20 years. Uh, there could be nobody. Or it could be, you know, it could be like a LeBron after Jordan, and, and Mahomes could be the LeBron after Brady. So it could do that. But I do not think there's a, a high likelihood that there's going to be multiple. Because uh, generally there's one guy per the era. Um, now, baseball is a little different, obviously, because of, of the nature of the sport and um, a baseball player can't control winning or domination in that sport nearly to the level of, of or even close to the level as uh, basketball or a quarterback in football. So, um, you know, it's just something I think about. Uh, if, if we flash back, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. But I do agree that football right over this last period of time has been the most popular sport in our country by far. And I think that's, that's going to play a role into card prices in the distant future as you look back. So something to think about. Thanks, guys, for watching, listening, as always. And I'll be back soon.